Hello, hello, welcome. Welcome to Just a Woman. If this is your first time tuning in, I am your host, Destiny. And Just a Woman is a sacred space for us women and not even just us women. This is welcome to any and all to share your experiences, share your trials, tribulations, and your victories. So come on in and welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome everyone, new listeners and those that have continued to follow me over the last year. Yes, just a woman is a year old. So happy birthday to her. I hope the podcasts that have been available since last year have been helpful, inspiring, and informational to those who have tuned in. And if you haven't, don't hesitate to go back to the show's playlist and listen to some of those key moments, some of those very, very good um, and transparent interviews that I have had on here as well, too. So, without further ado, welcome to today's show, which is um, going to also feature an interview. Well, not really an interview. She's just sitting with me. Like, you know, my podcasts are pretty, uh, what's the word? Pretty raw and on what? Authentic. Authentic. There we go. See, that's why it's good to have someone with you because then they can find the words that you can't think of at the moment. Pretty authentic. So... My daughter and I are uh, in a route to get some lunch because it's cold and we are lazy and I don't want to cook. So you may hear a Chick-fil-A order momentarily because the line at Chick-fil-A is so long that it's long enough to record a podcast. So yeah, we keep it real around here. But um, I have my daughter joining me again, Miss Jamelin, who is also on one of the other episodes. So if you don't know who she is, go listen to the episode. Hello. Hey. So today's show is kind of going to be a reflection. It was a conversation we actually just started having about reflecting on 2022 so this is the last episode for 2022 um that way next year we have some fresh content but as i was talking to my daughter about um just reflecting back on the year because i was looking the other day at this pod or not podcast it was a tiktok you know we get all of our uh knowledge nowadays from tiktok tiktok keeps us woke and inspired I guess but (laughs) this creator actually had a very very good point that I never thought about and he was like why do people make new year's resolutions during a season when nature itself is hibernating or is you know not alive not blooming how do you expect what you you know, want for the new year to come into fruition and be manifested during a period of a season when everything else in nature is taking a break. And that you should use that period for more so reflection and remembrance and save your resolutions or desires for the new year during a time that seasonally is about new beginnings, such as spring. 
And I was like, dude, where have you been for the last hundred years? Cause that makes so much of sense. Now I stopped believing in resolutions like a good decade ago. Um, because yeah, they just don't work for me um, because I feel like they are based on just some superficial ideas that, you know, require more than just a hope and a wish. You need to actually have a foundation and a plan for it. So I just decide what I'm going to do this year, that year differently than I did last year. Point blank period. Don't need a fancy title to go along with that. But so, you know, I decided to really uh, take into account what that guy said and was thinking about this year um, from a reflective standpoint without even thinking about what do I want to do different in 2023. And instead, I've just kind of been reflecting on what has 2022 taught me? What has it revealed to me that obviously is going to be beneficial for me going forward for any year? And so my daughter and I were just talking about how it has affected us uh, not only individually, but as a family, um, because, you know, 2020, as for 90% of us Americans, um, literally changed our entire lives, uh, more so if you've been paying attention to, um, you know, my podcast, um, or if you purchased my book, which the podcast is titled off of appropriately available on Amazon, just a woman. Um, my um, healing experience with grief. Um, look in the show details and it'll actually give you the specific link and title of the book there. But um, that book talks about, um, you know, my experience of losing both of my parents and how that has affected me. And what my daughter and I realized is that 2022, we did a lot of fun things um, individually, as a family, a lot of celebratory things. And we feel like 2022 literally restored hope. And so I'm not going to speak for my daughter's experience because that is her own individual experience. That is why she is joining us. So she's going to share that information. Um but what I will say for me personally, um, it did restore my hope. Um, because as I mentioned, you know, I lost both my parents, but particularly after I lost my mother, my hope was like out the window. Like it was just gone. And I don't know. And I was telling a friend of mine this recently who also lost her mom, something about losing your mom. It's not like one parent is more important than the other. And it also may be relational too. It may be the parent that you're residing with primarily because some people are primarily raised by their fathers. So it doesn't necessarily have a gender, you know, discrepancy with it or whatever. But something about losing your mom, that just literally changes your whole identity um, for whatever reason. And I felt like when I lost my mom, I had no desire to do anything other than what I had to do and then I barely wanted to do that you know I had no desire to achieve any more goals I didn't need to accomplish nothing I just didn't care I literally was treating this thing like life of life like okay hmm, let's just see how it you know how it's gonna play itself so 
so yes this episode is basically going to be a reflection um from my experience of 2022 as well as my lovely daughters um because you know us adulting <laughs> Um, it, it takes a lot. It takes a lot each year and some of us don't also appreciate the fact that the younger generations underneath us, you know, they also go through things this year too. But yeah, like I was saying, you know, prior to 2022, 2020 took me out completely, um, literally pulled the, what they say, the rug underneath my eyes or wool underneath my eyes, whatever the saying is, it, it took me out. It it challenged everything I thought my life was. Um, and it literally just left me speechless for a long time. So I feel like all of 2021, I still was speechless, not talking with that, no voice of my own um, and straight robotic mode, just trying to figure things out, trying to figure out this new normal. And not so much just a new normal because it was a pandemic. Um, but a new normal because literally, you know, my my best friend, my mother, the creator of my life was like gone. Um, and so that in itself, even if there wasn't a pandemic and, you know, to hell with a pandemic, it, it didn't even have to be a pandemic. That was a pandemic for my whole life. Um, so just trying to grasp what my life was supposed to look like now after that um it's still an everyday uh challenge so it's not, i'm not i'm not even gonna say oh i'm good now because that's that's not the case i mean you you can't be that connected to any individual in your life specifically your parent and think you're supposed to be healed within like two years and back to no my life will forever be affected by their absence so 2022 um i feel like my family did a lot of you know, celebratory events, whether it been graduation parties, um, family reunions, which is really nice, seeing, you know, family members I hadn't seen since I was a child, um, celebrating first birthdays, and just, we gave ourselves permission to continue on with what you're supposed to do in a family. Um, and I think it just restored hope for a lot of us, speaking for myself specifically, um, it restored my desire to give my children, you know, experiences because I had literally, I had checked out. I really did. I felt like, um, you know, who am I doing this for? <laughs> um, you know, after my mom passed, because, you know, even though we have our own personal goals and things we want to achieve and, and naturally we we have these things that we want to attain for our own personal egos, you know, you're still that little girl or that little boy or whatever that is still doing things to make your parents proud as well, too. And so when they are no longer physically on this earth, you feel like, well, then damn, who am I doing this for then? You know, yeah, I've got children, but... I've got children that are still at that age where they're, you know, self-absorbed. So it's not their, you know, objective or job to be like, oh, I'm so proud of my mom. That's not, you know, you don't fully appreciate the impact that your parents have um, on your life or even on the world in general 
until you get of age and you've learned some things. So no shade to my child that's sitting next to me, but I'm just speaking from that from experience. I don't think I truly appreciated my parents until I got older and, and specifically became a parent myself. But yeah, so I had just, I had no desire of accomplishing anything else in my life after the, after the her death. I felt like why like what you know if this if this is how things are gonna be if this is the the cards we're gonna be dealt with what am I doing this for what do I care about attaining wealth or traveling or you know making a better life for my kids who cares if they're about to potentially bury me soon anyway like what what is all this for and once I really allowed myself to get out of that fog um, and really allowed myself to accept the fact that regardless of how I felt at the moment, it was not going to change my circumstances. It was not going to bring my parents back. I realized that I would be not only dishonoring my parents by checking out a life, but I would be doing a disservice to my children and you know, future generations after me um, who wouldn't be able to benefit from having a healthy parent or a healthy grandmother um, or a healthy ancestor because I decided that, you know, at the age of 30-whatever, without telling my age, um, that I was done living. And I thought, you know, that wasn't fair. Um, yes, I have my own pain and my own grief and I'm still struggling with every day, but it's not fair to the people that I brought into this world to not be emotionally present in it so I think this year you know just doing just fun stuff and just being even even if it was just being silly and fun on TikTok you know um I just allow myself to live I allow I gave myself permission to like smile and be happy and not feel guilty about it because I think we do feel guilty when we lose people that are so close to us we feel like the fact that we are still remaining is like, a, it's like we shouldn't be, you know? So you feel guilty about anything that you do in enjoyment after that. So as I reflect on 2022, um, I'm actually grateful for it. I need, my spirit needed this year because now going forward, that's all I want to do is live. Like I, I don't want to be in that place of hopelessness, you know. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm human, so I'm going to have those sad days, those, you know, temporary depressed days, those moments of grief. And I know I'm going to continue to lose people in life, whether it be physically, whether it be relationships, whatever the case may be, but I now have the tools and resources I need to fully recover to the point that it doesn't, you know, debilitate me completely. Um, and so I'm thankful for this year because it gave me what I need in order to continue to live. Because I got a feeling that, you know, God has a sense of humor. Um, he showed me that years ago when he gave me these two children. But I think he has an even stronger sense of humor when it comes to, oh, this girl act like she don't want to, she just ain't going to enjoy her life. Okay, well, I'm going to make her live another about 40 years. So she's going to have to figure this out. So I think he's going to have me around for quite some time. So instead of, you know, torturing myself, <laughs> I might as well enjoy it. So um, that's what I'm getting out of 2022. That is what I'm carrying into the next year with me is it's okay to live. It's okay to have hope. Um, it's okay to pull out those dreams, goals that I had that I put on the back burner or that I threw away 
And it's okay to revisit them. It's okay to do everything that I want and plan for my life before my life got turned upside down. It's okay. And um, yeah, thank you, 2022. So, Jamalyn, what did 2022 do for you? Well, speaking to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> but um from a perspective of an adolescence i feel like you're not an adolescent no more you're 20 girl you're right you're right you're right you're right from the perspective of an adult a young adult <laughs> <laughs> um with just growing up and trying still trying to find yourself your self-identity i feel like this year and all has taught me that there, I don't have to have control of everything. Um, I don't have to know everything. I don't have to have a plan of everything. Um, just a couple of days ago, my mom asked me, like, what did I accomplish on my vision board? And I'm not gonna lie, I don't think there's a lot of things on that vision board I did not accomplish because I was really looking for the aesthetic of my year instead of more of a growth of my year, genuinely. And so when I look back at it, I realized the number one thing that actually I achieved on my vision board was my relationship with God and I always felt like that was a struggle for me because you know me just growing up in a Christian household when kids when you grow up with something you don't know if you really believe it yet you don't know if you believe it because you were forced on it you know stuff like that so I just feel like with me just I've experienced the loss of my two friends um, one was my true best friend um, and then I experienced the loss of my grandparents and then throughout the years of high school, I wasn't always the most happiest person. I did have a lot of anxiety I never talked about, a lot of depression I never really spoke about. And I realized all of that was repressed. But then when I look back at how this year went for me, I was able to just trust in God, trust in the path he has for me. It's okay if I don't know anything. It's okay if I don't have my life under control. And I feel like that was the issue for me. I always needed to be... In control of things me wanting to be in control of things is that's one of the key things of anxiety like you want to be in control of a situation and when you don't have control of it your emotions get all over the place and you know anxiety is just really just a negative form of excitement so I didn't know how to handle none of that stuff and then when it comes with anxiety then if you are just doubting yourself then there comes depression and then there comes the fear of failing and that you know causes procrastination just a whole cycle that I was realizing was affecting me in all areas of my life especially academically and I just felt like I was losing my purpose and all so I feel like when I was really, when I felt like I was at the lowest point of my life and I felt very alone, my relationship with God is what restored hope for me. Um, yeah, that's really the main thing I really can say I learned in 2022. I, I allowed myself to live, like my mom said, um, I feel like I took the chance to observe my behavior and how interactions with others affect me and I took the time to just do what Jamelin wants to do do what my inner child would want to do specifically because I feel like when we feel a need to grow up we try to force ourselves to go with the pace of the world and as a child of God you don't want to go with the pace of the world you want to go with the pace that God has for you so um, yeah with all that being said I feel like really 
the restoration of hope and faith was really what 2022 has taught me. And, um, wow, I've like, uh, I don't know what to say because I think this year, how you mentioned that, um, you learned to relinquish control over every aspect of your life from a parental standpoint. I think this year was the first year I learned to relinquish control over you or over my children in general and just trust the tools and resources that I've given them and the guidance that I've tried to give them, um, that they'll make good decisions for themselves. Because I think when I actually started to step away from managing every aspect of your life and even managing your relationship with God, which is ridiculous to even think that someone can manage something that is literally so personal. And, you know, it's like the audacity to even think that we should be managing other people's relationships with our creator. Like that is a personal thing. And so I apologize to you for ever doing that because at the end of the day, I can't take you to heaven, um, nor can I guide you to hell. Uh, well, I probably could guide you there, no. but you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, I don't have a heaven or hell to put you in. Yeah. And so that relationship with God has to be a one-on-one connection. And I think, and you can attest to this if it's true or not, but I think once I started to step back and let you actually make your own choices and learn from your mistakes and not try to control every aspect, that's when you learn to actually manage your life in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. And like how you said, anxiety is a form of excitement in the negative negative way. Mm -hmm. Um, I totally agree with that because you know when you're excited and anxious about something it's the same feelings it's It's just on this end your that anxiety is mixed with worry and fear and so that's the difference there so kudos to you like you know because it's like when I stepped away you literally started doing everything I wanted you to do to begin with and so um sometimes us understanding and appreciating that it's not our job to control the people we um, love. It's our job to give them grace and understand that just like it took us a process to get to where we're going, we have to allow other people to do that. And there's something else too that I'm taking away this year is that I can't control the crazies around me. Um, you know, um, family, friends, whatever they may be. Um, but I can love them. You know, I can love them wherever they are at. And I think for me, that was my struggle um, and my breakdown with relationships with people because I would get so upset because they weren't doing exactly what I thought they should be doing. And then I'm like, who am I? Who am I to tell them? Because I'm pretty sure there's things I'm not doing that, you know, someone would expect from me. So yeah, this year has definitely restored hope. It has relinquished our need to control things. Mm-hmm. Um, and God is always going to be a part of the year, whether we invite him or not, he yeah. is, he's going to be there. So that is definitely um definitely important to carry so i know we said we don't do resolutions um but you know what what have you taken away from this year um without you know repeating everything you've already said but what have you taken away from this year that you know not only are you going to take into 2023 but you're going to do it even better um for me it most definitely is trusting the process and listening to my intuition because I truly believe that um my intuition is really God speaking to me Mm -hmm. 
So I feel like as long as I just continue building our relationship, you know, continue just being the child of God I am, I feel like everything will, anything I desire will really, you know, happen for me because it's all in God's plan. And sometimes the plan that we think we have, God can have an even better plan for us. So I feel like that's really how I just want to. That's my guiding tool for mm-hmm. 2023, for sure. I feel like if I do that, anything, you know, I'll be surprised what will happen for me. Mm-hmm. All the blessings I may receive in 2023. So, yeah. And for me, it's kind of like the opposite. It's like not having a process. Um, because I am a planner. I need to know point A, point B. I need to know how this is going to be paid for. I need to know who's going to pay for this. I need to know everybody's role in it. I need to know like what time you gonna be there what like i need to know all of this i need to know that we're gonna buy this we're gonna buy that we're gonna have this we're gonna have that that has literally driven me crazy for the past decade the need to know and so for me what i'm bringing into the new year is the need to let go the need to let go of my expectations of other people the need to let go of my expectations of I should have this and should have that and should be doing this and should be doing that and just allowing myself to just enjoy life itself because if I die tomorrow I don't want the last thing I be to be worried about you know who ain't doing this or that or what needs to be taken care of that needs to be the last if I die tomorrow I want what I did yesterday to be I had a nice little pina colada on a beach. You know, I wanted to be like, I literally enjoyed my life. I, you know, took a deep dive in the waters in Iceland. Like, I, I, that's how I want my, the last few months or weeks of my life to be if that was the case. So it's no more having to, like, have a list of checking this box and checking that off and checking... That has driven me crazy. I've literally been in organization mode forever, but more specifically for the last couple years, being that person to organize every little detail, everything else. Um, And I'm tired. I don't want to organize nothing else. I don't want to plan a party. I don't want to plan. I don't want to plan nada except a trip. Um, So that's what I'm taking into 2023 is just living my life like, you know, not living my life as anything else other than the person that I was supposed to be other than all these roles and titles I have acquired over the years. And so that's what that's what 2023 is going to be for me is actually, you know, living because my kids are grown. They're old. I mean, they need me still, but not as much as they needed me 15 and 20 years ago and so this is literally my chance to actually live unapologetically and guilt-free um the life that I'm supposed to live and still be a good mother of course um but yeah that's what I'm taking into 2023 is just bringing over this enjoyment and this newfound hope that I got in in this year Well, I think that was a nice little gem. I know we're starving. I know we took a little break to, you know, get our Chick-fil-A. But yeah, we just wanted to um, just hop on and share that because it it was a good conversation when we were first having it. Um, And I just felt like, you know, there's so many people that um, are finally coming out of this two-year, like, hell. Like, there's no way to describe the last two years other than pure hell. 
Like, I, I, I can't imagine any other word other than that. And so I think we are finally, like, coming above water, finally breathing, finally enjoying life. Um, I know I'm in this other group and the moderator in there was talking about how she's noticed like people aren't posting and commenting and stuff like that and interacting. And I was like, girl, people are finally going outside. Like, you know, people are no longer only, right. They're no longer only tied to, I mean, there's still social media, but it's no longer a requirement. Like they no longer have to do virtual interaction. I mean, Honestly, I am t- if I never be a part of another Zoom meeting again, I I'm good. Like I am tired of the virtual interaction. That's that's another thing I want next year. I want to actually have human contact. Like I'm I'm actually even even though I do not like talking on the phone to people, I'm actually tired of texting people. I'm tired of texting relationships. Um and when I say texting relationships, it's not like I got like <laughs> I'm in a multiple relationships. No fully married woman i mean (laughs) the people who i only relate to and have a conversation with via text no i want phone calls i want interactions i want you to come visit me i want to come visit you you know i want us to like celebrate things together like this it's it literally i think the last couple years has turned us all into robots so that's one thing i'm definitely done with next year is like no mm -mm. so yeah so that's what i was telling her was like no people are going outside so i mean it's nothing to be offended by but people are actually taking their lives back and i think this year allowed for a lot of us to do that um in the midst of everything else that's going on as we are we're finally getting you know control back of our lives i don't know when if they you know ended the mass mandate that we decided that we want to live but whatever the case may be um i think we're doing it and um i i hope we continue to do it because at the end of the day, um, that's what it's about. It's about you being able to control your life. It's not about anyone else telling you how you should live. Um, it's about living um, because things are going to happen. We're going to, like I said, lose people. Life is going to always, you know, knock us down, but we don't have to stay down. And so if you got anything out of 2022, you don't have to stay down. Would you agree? You don't have to stay down, right? I agree. I agree too. So... Thank you for listening. Take care.